And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. The Vault of Startling Monster Horror Tales of Terror! <laughs> Why, hello, my merry little Christmas elves. You have to forgive the old Chris Keeper. He's drunk too much legnog and eaten a few too many mistletoes. Anything to help me forget about this month's movie. The remake of Black Christmas, which we shall never, ever, 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 ever again mention. I'm just going to pour out another handle here and decorate my Christmas torso. I just hope that it kind of slips from my mind. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Vault of Startling Monster Horror Tales of Terror. <laughs> I am Chris Honeywell and I am here with the rest of the crew. We got the other Chris, Chris Tyler. I'm just sorry, I just gotta finish picking this eyeball out of my teeth. Mmm. And we got them Jack and Eddie boys. We got Luke, Jack, and Eddie. Incest in the Attic? What is this, a V.C. Andrews book? <laughs> <laughs> and we've got Jason, Jack, and Eddie. Fuck Christmas. Just fuck it. <laughs> do, 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 you want, do you want the other line? I have other ones. Do you want other ones? Yeah, this sure. movie had great lines. Here they go. Here are all my other ones. Fuck all you bitches. Fuck you, Santa Claus. Mm. Have you looked outside? It's rain. It's raining hail the size of y- Yao's ball sack. Those are the choice lines that I picked. I plucked from this this cornucopia of um, literary, uh, you know, cinema just, verite. It is. The, this movie has. Just, just so much, so much to pick from. I had to narrow it down. That's what I narrowed it down to. The Ugh. word "fuck" I think is said easily six million times without hyperbole in this movie. So, <laughs> well, anyway. uh, looking over, I notice we have a special guest on our show that we meant to have all the time. It's Mr. Thomas DJ. Uh, the man who totally like won't this? kill us. But we live. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the crucial part, dude. We live. I think he spared us just so we could watch this movie. This, <laughs> really? This, uh. I think this was made on a bet. How many how many creative ways you can use the word fuck? What 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 is the movie anyway? So that means that means they lost the bet because really there weren't any creative ways. It got used a lot. Yeah. So if you can't tell from that introduction, we are watching Black Christmas 
2006, a.k.a. Black Xmas. But not the porno. A.k.a. AKA the movie that drove Glenn Morgan from the movie business. Yes, literally, not okay. figuratively. Okay, um, I'm going to be honest AKA here. A.k.a. Thanks a lot, friggin' Weinstein. Um, yeah. You know, it's not just the other stuff now that you can hate him for. And I do want to, I just want to say this up front because we're about to say some very mean things about the man. I am a big fan of the team of Morgan and Wong. I was, a, I was, I think they did the best X-Files episodes. Uh, I was a big fan of the, the first and third Final Destination films, which they both, they, they uh, directed. I loved their remake of Willard. Yep. I loved uh, the TV show that they did about 10 years after they left the X-Files called The Others. They're a great team. But man, this film sucks dead donkey balls. Mm. Okay, oh, so... buckets and buckets of them. Yeah. <laughs> They're just so... chucking them over their shoulders like corn cobs. So, okay, so... so... An image that did not eat in my head. (laughs) (laughs) So, so Morgan, he made the 2003 version of Willard, which uh, was a bomb financially. Um, And then greatest not acting by um, Glover. By Glover. Glover is that film's greatest special effect. Be that as it may, financially not a success. (laughs) Right. Um, Can't imagine why. And then he uh, he flat out um, knew that if he couldn't, if he goes, well, I'll have one more chance to make a movie, and if it doesn't work out, I'll probably never make another movie again. Um, he was right. Uh, he has not made another movie since. Uh, so this film was shot for $21 million. What the fuck? Excuse me. Excuse no, me. Gross excuse me. Shot for $9 million made a, made a, and made a profit of 21 So technically, this movie was a success uh, in that it made more than its original budget, but not what his projected numbers should have been. And thus he has never directed since Um, the, that's part of the problem here is that, um, is that you, you hit a cycle here. This is 2006. We said Willow was 2003. When you start looking at the remakes, we're talking like um, the remakes of like, um, Hills uh, Have Eyes was the same year. Yeah. My bloody Uh, Valentine. Uh, the crazies, like all those remakes and stuff, you went through a cycle of really bad remakes, Prom Night, um, you know, like this movie. When a Stranger uh, Calls you know, was when, when a Stranger, Stranger Calls was also 2006, wasn't it? Yes. Which was yeah. Shannon Sousterman in a glass house for two hours. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. so you, had, you, had, you had some really bad remakes happening mm. at this time, and then you had some really good remakes. The Crazies come to mind. Last yeah. House on the Left comes to mind. Um, you know, even After the Hills have last. Eyes fucking scene what last house on the left yeah light years better than the original it's totally fine we don't have to agree it's okay no 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 i'm just saying that 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 last fucking scene is stupid oh well again but since the entire movie didn't suck ass like the original it was way better in my book so i mean you know i mean we we were we were ocularly raped by this film again but that's cool uh, Both figuratively so and literally. I'm glad you <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ocularly raped, yeah. So the thing is, you were in a cycle of remakes, and we actually have talked about the Friday the 13th remake on the show, and we've talked about the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. And I think when we talked about them, we saw the, the, the true difference between what remakes could be. The mm-hmm. Friday the 13th remake, which 
um, is again a very different movie than the Friday Thirteenth, you know, the, than the other ones in the series, but yet not entirely different. Whereas the reimagining, rehashing, rechanging, fucking up of Nightmare on Elm Street for the, you know, that one we saw how shitty that could go. Which, by and, the way, it also like, starred Katie Cassidy. It did. I got. Yes, I got it a did. Note on that. Mm. I got a note on that. Um, uh, so the thing is, so you start realizing that uh, when you start looking at where the remakes were falling, it wasn't mm-hmm. like we were in a cycle of everything was a good remake and this was right. the one bad one. This fell in the, the pile of bad ones. Yeah. Right. And 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 the problem is, as bad as this movie is, um, when you look at like the prom night remake and mm-hmm. uh, in the and prom night calls, remake, like PG thirteen even. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's atrociously bad. And there's no blood. At mm. least this has the word fuck and blood in it, right? <laughs> Which Prom Night did not feature. So I don't understand how you try to... Re- I mean, like, and, and the, the um, when a stranger calls, mm. I, it's just so poor. And so you're like, so if... And, and I'm not trying to damn this with faint, with faint praise here. I'm just saying is, the idea is that as bad as this film is, there was, there was shit worse than this. Yeah, which is hard to believe, but ultimately <laughs> true. So, uh, but you're, I mean, to okay. be fair, to be fair, well, two things. One, mm-hmm. I almost don't think that the most recent Friday the Thirteenth counts as a remake. I think it's a film that goes in the continuity. It was well. It was technically. A, I mean, it, they, it was. Te- it was considered a remake, but yeah. if you look at it, it, you can kind of fit it into continuity. Yeah. You you could you could have called that Friday the Thirteenth Return to Crystal Lake and we would right. have bought it, you know exactly. Yeah, no, I, agree. I agree. And secondly, but... to be fair, Prom Night the original kind of sucked. Not as bad as the remake. <laughs> Not as no, but what I'm just saying is that this film was based on the two, the, the 1974 film, which right. is really genuinely good. So the sin is greater. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, too. And when you have something like Black Christmas, which is really good, and it's sort of the thing is, is it wasn't a movie that like blew up the world when it came out. But it is over time, it became acknowledged as, you know, being one of the first slasher films and being influential and everything. So by the time they get to making this movie, they know that they, you know, people have uh, appreciate the movie for the elements that made it good. So they knew what it was that they liked, that people liked about it and that what what made it successful for what it was. So when you're going into this movie, you'd think the writers would be able to utilize that as the basis for their new movie. You would think. Well, Once the again, thing with this fair. is, you would think that. But, yeah, I mean, you know, really, I mean, you know, because, uh, you know, Morgan, Bob Clark was involved in the development of mm-hmm. this. And he, you know, Morgan received in, you know, he, uh, Clark was involved in, in coming, fleshing it out. And he liked the idea of kind of. I think of, that he actually came up with the idea of there being, uh, we're going to be spoiling this film, person, people, because it sucks. <laughs> um, we spoil everything. He came up with, apparently, Clark came up with the idea of Agnes being a character. Yes. 
Yeah, but but I mean, all, so, all the so, ideas are are could could be done well. But that 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 was that to me was the most frustrating thing because I had never seen this before, and it's like the bones of a good story are in this movie. Yeah, it could mm-hmm. it could have been good. Yeah, yeah, but there is just so much crap layered on top of it, mm-hmm. layer after layer after layer, blunder after blunder after blunder, and then you know we we go beyond, and then then. You, you have that, and that's just the actual shooting script. And then you look at the crap that was done after the film was in the can and, and mm-hmm. reshoots and changing and, well, you know, uh, you know so, so Weinstein decides that, oh, it doesn't have enough gore in it because, mm-hmm. you know, the other, look at the other movies that came out in 2006. You know, Hills Have Eyes and Saw 3 and Hatchet and, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning. Those are all, and Final Destination 3, those are all really gory. We need more gore in this movie. It's like, really, was there a lot of blood in the original Black Christmas? And no, I just missed not it? At all. No. So it's like, how, here's a hint. Why don't you try and do something that's different from everybody else? Mm-hmm. And this, and I'm saying this as someone who is a huge fan and we'll and we'll def- we'll we'll argue with you about the saw films. This film didn't need to be as gruesome as a saw film. It didn't need that level of gore because that's not the part of this Black Christmas story. You, that's you the, think the, there's the, a little the, Sam Raimi damage part. to it where they were like, let's uh, you know, since this was a cult movie, let's take it to an over-the-top, you know, like uh, yeah, Evil Dead like no, no, by but if, it was Sam, but if, it, if they were trying to do Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi's films are fun. Yeah. Even right, when they're gruesome, right. they're fun. This is, yeah. this is just artless and lifeless. No, I think they thought that was, you know, I see the things that they thought were going to be fun or crazy, or I could see how, even though they kill off the two, you know, Billy and, and um, Edith, uh, Agnes. Ethel, Agnes, Agnes. <laughs> I know it's an old lady name. But they, even though they kill them both off, you know, you know that they, in the back of their heads, are like, these are characters we could bring back in yeah. a bunch of movies and stuff like that. So I think they, they thought they were doing that, but they, they thought they were real hot, but you know what? They were not. No. <laughs> Here's the thing. They weren't looking for, you know, they weren't looking for a cult hit. They were looking for a major mainstream hit with oh. this film so they were hmm. they were looking that's why they were they weren't going like quirky and they were like let's put more blood more blood. oh god Ugh. well but that would that happened after because there was a time yeah. when they actually came out and said we're gonna make this pg-13 yeah and people were like what like it's not gonna work as pg-13 no. the thing is well i mean there's no way there's no way I mean, it works for as a PG-13. movie like this to hit a mass audience for one, I mean, you know, I mean, it's okay. So, the original Black Christmas is a cult hit. That's still a minimal audience that you're going to drag yeah, out to sure. see it. That's sure. not enough to for a major hit. But if if you can be like, you know, there, there's one thing where like, no matter how shitty the movie is, if you're the horror movie with the word Christmas in it that comes out with during Christmas, all the teenagers might go to it just because. Yeah. That's the, the only thing they can go to that's horror Christmas right Day then. in 2006. Huh? Oh, jeez. The, re- yeah. the, the release date is officially 2000. It, it was Christmas Day of 2006. Well, it's I mean, of course, that, that was clearly done, of course, for Oscar contention. They wanted to get <laughs> Oh, yeah, because, of course, uh, I will never forget Michelle Trachtenberg using the word fuck. <laughs> well, Lacey Shea Bear lighting up a cigarette. Never thought I'd see that either. Yeah. 
it's funny because Lacey Chabert has the, it's not in this movie it's it's in uh, not another teen movie yeah. she, the, the, and I was like waiting for her I was like man it'd be great she had a line like that I don't yeah. sleep with anybody I'm just getting hand jobs yeah. so, <laughs> um, well, an, another thing completely unlike the original is uh, I don't think there's a likable character in this at all not even even minor comedy oh, really you, you don't like you know, you know your your pick of foul mouthed obnoxious mean spirited sorority girls yeah. No, and it's a much more accurate depiction of sorority girls, at least when I was in school. <laughs> it's like they took the Margot Kidder character in the original, yep. cut out that last bit which showed us how why we had to be sympathetic towards her, and cloned her. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, so uh, you know, the funny part is, of think about it, like. Um, you know, Andrea Martin's back as, the, as she plays the den mother here, mm-hmm. um, right? And originally they wanted Margot yeah. Kidder. They wanted Margot Kidder originally, but um, uh, they said either Margot Kidder or Andrea Martin were the, who they really wanted to bring in for this. Um, and having Andrea Martin there, even her character, like, I mean, you, not, you, know, you feel bad. She's like, God, she just wants to be done with this. But she's so stupid yeah. in the movie. You're like, I can't, I can't root for her. I can't. No, and she wasn't you know, fun, stupid like the original Mrs. Mac, yeah. where you're getting some what? joy out of watching her get herself drunk the whole time and yeah. badmouth the girls. Yeah. Well, what's she's, funny she's, is that Andrea Martin. Yeah, well, Andrea Martin said that she had thought about Black Christmas in almost 40 years, and then they called her and she said, "Sure." Hey, you take the work I when like, you can I get like it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm reminded. I'm reminded of uh, back in in like 1984 or so. Um, Raymond Burr said he got called to come back and play Perry Mason, and to come back and play Steve Martin in Godzilla '85 in the same week. And he said he said I'll, I decided to take them both. Why not? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I mean Andrea Martin. Obviously, I was watching it. I was watching this movie, and as bad movies do, I start breaking it like it automatically breaks down in my head. So I'm like watching it. And sometimes I'm looking at the, at the bad dialogue in the script, mm-hmm. or I'm looking at the way that they set up the scene from it. And I just started, you know, pulling it apart. And, and like one of the thoughts I had, well, one of the thoughts, this, the is, first... a, this is the type of film that Dr. Tongue would play. <laughs> no, when they, when I noticed it, they had a lot of, a lot of this movie is the sorority girls sitting around in the living room having dialogue and I was like ooh they had like maybe like two days with Andrea Martin you know so they shot a lot of scenes in the living room and then they did her exterior you know quote unquote exterior scenes in the snow probably on another day and then then they could get her out of there because she was probably one of the more expensive well maybe not I don't know but you know, I was that that was the stuff I was thinking of and and thinking, man, what's up with the close-ups in this movie? It's just like so many inappropriate and non-tension. Even the close-ups. incidental characters are skeevy. Yeah, yeah. Everybody in the in the in institution. The yeah, yeah. The, all the I, character I do, actors. I do love, there is one stock character in this. He's only on screen for about a minute that I absolutely love. 
It's the slobby medical examiner because all yeah. medical examiners have to be slobs. It's they all have slob. to be eating or drinking something yeah. out of a beaker or a vial too, or yeah. just yeah. having to eat a sandwich over an open corpse or something. It's like you know, you know, Quincy MD wouldn't tolerate none of that shit. So. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, even it's like murder. it's murder. Like in the beginning, you had the. the <laughs> You had the, the orderly guy in the in the mental hospital, the black guy, yeah. who sat at the end. There were like three character actor ways you could have gone with him. You could have gone like he's the like, you know, foreteller of doom who stands up and goes, "You don't want it's to talk." Discus. Yeah, and they sort of and they sort of play all of them, or, or he's the cruel guy who taunts Billy, or he's a sympathetic character, and they sort of like give you a little of all of them but the thing is the guy's such a bad actor you know he's got the look but when he starts talking and they like they're trying to get him to be like quirky character actor talking it's just like oh ow this is not good so yeah so it's 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 weird there's nobody that you're just like hey when they show up on screen that you're like oh "Oh, it's this guy you know yeah the boyfriend is like the the oh my god he's just he's the worst of all all of them it's like you're supposed yeah. to, you're you're supposed to hate him and then sort of sympathize with him and it's just like no there's just no, no way no he's a piece of shit like the girl's ass so why yeah, yeah. i mean he's he's well, videotaping himself or not videotaping yeah, he's, I, he's he's camming himself having sex with these girls and then you know putting it up on the internet yeah. and, well, then, and like then his to... and then his, his you know to to Kelly he says well i didn't put you on the internet you know because <laughs> that makes it uh, better. Allow me to uh, speak. Since we're speaking of that scene, to do a dramatic reading. Indulgence. <laughs> so there's Kelly, played by uh, Katie Cassidy. Katie, Katie Cassidy. Cassidy, who you all know from Arrow, mm-hmm. and Kyle, played Arrow. by some douchebag. <laughs> He's got a douchebag name anyway. Get out! Get the fuck out! Am I gonna show up on there? Isn't sex enough, Kyle? You need some visual trophies to get your thrill? Kyle, shouting, Why don't you shut the fuck up? Hey, 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 hey! Go, Kyle, now! Kelly, I really like a lot. I don't blame you for hating me, but I wasn't dealing, I wasn't knocking over 7-Elevens, I didn't hurt anybody. Yeah, Merry Christmas, asshole. Fuck you, bitches. Thank you. Uh, that is, uh, see, if, that if you is... like this, you know, and what's funny is the guy who plays Kyle, currently on the ABC sitcom, splitting up together. As a <laughs> that, that that bit of Talk about falling is... upward. He he also played he also played the uh, uh, now he was really well cast on Nashville. He played an asshole who oh. died a a a, a uh, incredibly hilarious death. <laughs> mm. So <laughs> like is that his pre- is that his on screen credit? Some asshole. asshole? No, I mean he's a he's he's a he's a he's a label he's a he's a record label owner. So essentially, yes, that's what's written on his demo tape, basically that he passes around. Is that it's his asshole tape? It's like there's ones that are just like douchebag, and they show all the ones where he's a douchebag. There's ones where it's like the whiskey open mic night. It's next up it's some asshole. I can be asshole, but I can be sweaty asshole, or I can be. Cool <laughs> I'm sorry. All that makes asshole. me think of is is you know the the theory that you can replace the caption on any on any comic in the New Yorker with "Christ, what an asshole," and it still works. <laughs> oh, oh my God! So, so Oliver Hudson. We should we should name the names of these criminals. Yeah. Anyway, Jane. Um, 
Same. So, um, uh, Leah or Lee is uh, Kristen Cloak. Um, so she's the teacher from Final Destination, yep. right? And then she was also uh, on Millennium. Also, the indication that you're watching something Glenn Morgan has his fingers in. Yeah. Did he have his fingers in her? Yes, he's married to her. Oh, well, that yes. explains it. Yeah. So, but, uh, um, you know, it's funny because, like, again, when you look, when you see, I mean, again, and, and I don't watch Arrow. So to mm-hmm. me, Katie Cassidy is just, uh, she's just Chris from Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Um, but, and, and like, you know, Lacey Charbet and whatever, like, you know, like all the, all the little, you know, the girls are in here. Right. You're like, all right. So when they bring in, you know, uh, Kristen Cloak, you're like, okay, well, this is at least somebody who's been in other things. Yeah. You know, she, she's definitely going to have way better lines than <laughs> fuck Christmas, fuck this. And she does it. Right. Nope. But what I'm saying is like, she's like, I don't know. I joined late, left early. I don't fucking care. Like, it's all this like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like, yeah. All she had to do was if if they had made her her lines not all like her lines are interchangeable with the girls like there is yeah. no difference between them. Um, there's and they there's had no a chance... characterization at all in any of this film. No. Well, but I'm saying is, but but if you had had her like because she's an adult, yeah, like, she's not a, a, a college kid. You mm-hmm. could have very easily had her, you know, not act exactly like she acts just like the other college girls. Like she doesn't act any different than they do. And you're like, okay. So am I supposed to believe that maybe she's 22? Mm-hmm. Well, well then there's, no. There's, Clearly yeah. she's not. You know, there's, kind of thing. Well, the actress who's supposed to be the older sister. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's like, Kirsten yeah. Cloak, yes. Now, Cloak, the, yeah. now do you, was that all about that they wanted to get that actress, and so they had to come up with some, you know, basically? Well, all I know is that Glenn Morgan casts his wife in everything. So yeah, so, so there have, there might, he might have written this role specifically for her. Why couldn't she be her estranged mother then? You know, why couldn't she be Mrs. Mac? Well, well because, yeah. because yeah, because Mrs. Mac has to get killed off horribly. Yeah, and and I'm and I'm well, and she got I'm, killed off horribly in Final Destination. That's true. Oh, wow. But 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 you know what? Final Destination is not a remake, and Miss Mrs. Mac is is if you're gonna do a remake and bring a stunt cast, it's Mrs. Mac is has to be the right one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're gonna bring you see, somebody I, back from the original, I didn't know any of this backstory, uh, any of the on the on the actresses or anything. But as soon as she's explaining why she's so much older than than her sister yeah. and you know and her legacy and all that, I'm like. All right, this is all just something they had to do, and uh, you know, once they got the, you know, once this right. actress was in place to to make it make sense, and it's just, uh, you know, by that by that yeah. point, I wasn't like surprised that anything ridiculous or stupid was happening. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, by that, no. well, no, it, it would have been it would have been too smart to make her character like, what if the uh, the uh, Margot Kidder character actually grew up into her. Right, thirties, and actually was now really bitter about stuff. That would have been way more interesting, you know. Well, they could have played it like that. By that point in the film, we did get actually something that I really appreciated, considering that we get Thomas DJ's favorite. It's flashback time. Ooh, oh, now, see, <laughs> this is the biggest problem with the film. I think. Oh God, yeah. That's I the biggest problem with the film. It's pretty fucking bad. I think that they bad. went forward with producing it was the biggest problem with this film. God, I'm just saying that. that I think the problem, the pro- actually, the biggest problem with the film was when the producer said, "Ah, oh, we need to be bloodier." Yeah. But so, no, yeah. no. 
this is this commits a cardinal sin of a lot of these remakes. We don't we don't when we watch the original Black Christmas, we don't wonder about Billy. Yeah, he's just a bad he guy. Just, he just is this thing, this entropic element that's introduced into this into this uh, this house. Right, and it but, engages your imagination into it too. You mm-hmm. know, be- uh, when in Halloween we only know the bare minimum of about Michael Myers; otherwise, he's just this force. Right. But in this film, we learn everything we want to know about Billy. <laughs> it's everything you ever wanted to know about Billy, but didn't want to ask. Yeah. <laughs> but knew, but, but knew better. Yeah. <laughs> you might have literally been starting with his, his birth. Yeah. It's yeah. from birth yeah. to death. We see it yeah. all here. Yeah. 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 And, and it's like a, with the, the yellow skin gimmick. It's like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Like, how, why are you pushing and trying to pull on this, the, the gimmicky thread here? It's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Well, they put on the gimmicky thread so that maybe McFarlane will make a toy of him, you know, and you can give him this ridiculous yellow skin. Like was that it, yellow bastard. I mean, it, it, it was like they, some, they just read like one of the seasons or you know a few episodes of um oh what the hell was that um sin city you know the yellow bastard bastard. or something were like yeah let's make it because otherwise why does he have to be yellow what what yeah the the the, the going after the eyes it doesn't mean anything that i could Mm -hmm. figure out you know and i'm like did that was there any reference to that in the last movie no there wasn't because all you saw was his eye was yeah. his eye especially yellow? I don't remember. I just no, remember kind of pink and yeah. you know roomy eye. But that's and we thing, can also like... talk about the fact that they go overboard with the eye stuff. Yeah, it, it is overboard. Wanting to yeah. put out somebody's eyes—that's like a classic, demented serial killer type thing. But no, mm-hmm. not only am I going to take your eyes out, I'm going to pop it out and just pop it in my mouth like a jujube. Well, yeah, there's having not having to decorate my Christmas tree. Yeah. There's having I've, a theme and then there's beating that theme over the head and you can be fun with beating a theme over the head but they didn't know how to I mean they also were had a theme of the flashing christmas lights which they hmm. put in every single scene you know and and bright christmas colors and stuff but they over you know they just hammered it every every scene had hey let's put two two different strings of Christmas lights with different colors and they both flash. So, and when they flash, they'll put a different angle on the shadow, you know, and they use that just through the whole movie and it's ham handed. Oh, oh yeah. It's yeah. It's it, 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 it. Everything about this movie is ham is ham fisted though. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's so it bludgeons you and that's, you know, the exact opposite of the film that it's remaking. Yeah. Because Black Christmas, you know, wh- whether you fall, whatever side of the opinion, uh, you know, uh, balance you fall on for that, it do- it's not a film that beats you over the head. I think we can right. all agree on that. Right. Yeah. Right. This film is has so little respect for its audience. And and here's the thing. The I watched this, and, and I mentioned this before we went on the air. When I watched this, my first thought was, wow, the Halloween 6 to this. They, mm-hmm. they took a film that had some subtlety and said, no, 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 this is not going to sell and gored it up and, and, you know, kind of, you know, tried to punch it up a bit. Now in Halloween six's case, 
That happened because of, a, of an apparently disastrous test screening. Mm-hmm. In this case, it's because Harvey effing Weinstein thinks he knows better. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and there's, there's a line from Morgan where he says I, I, he was quoted as saying, it's like, look, we had we had a, a little ten million dollar movie and I think we did all right. And then everything came in and got screwed up, mm-hmm. you know, and, and uh, you know, that, that the studio came in and did all this stuff. Here it is. Because I felt that a ten million dollar movie, a black Christmas, didn't need anyone's help and they should have left us alone. But they had to have the two killers. And then they were after the kids from the O.C. We compromised a lot. And it shows on the screen. I mean, there there are three different endings to this movie. Mm-hmm. There are, and and let me tell you, the one that in we fact, got. There's even in the at least in the version that I saw, there's credits for uh, Kelly's parents, right, who yes. don't appear in the movie, but it turns the out they appear in the scene that was that was cut from the American release. Yeah, that's yeah. the Europe the European release one. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like so. and, and, and what's sad is the you have the the U.S. version, which is the one we got, which is I mean, that whole ending is a jumbled mess. Oh, oh. Yeah. not and I'm not just like the writing, but like the way it's shot. You can yep. tell it was shot at the end when there wasn't there was no money left to do it. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't make any sense. There's the European one, which, OK, not great, but I can understand it. And then mm-hmm. there's the one that what they originally wanted, which is the only one that makes any damn sense. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's the one that doesn't involve. You know, a big, uh, a big gore set piece at the end of the movie, so we can't have it. Right. So, so the, let me let me hit you with these. I have that, I have all three of them written out here. Yeah. Okay. The three alternate endings. Here are the alternate endings. One, uh, Lee and Kelly have a talk while they open presents. Kelly gets a call from Kyle's cell phone, implying that Agnes or Billy or both have survived. Mm-hmm. That's the first one. Then you have the Europe, the UK version. Lee is brought Lee is brought down to ID Agnes's body, but instead it's mm-hmm. Claire's body. Agnes escapes, but Billy's dead or Billy died. Mm-hmm. Lee is killed by Agnes. Then Kelly electrocutes Agnes with right with the defibrillator. Right. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That's that's the UK version. And then she and then leaves have, with and then, and then and then Kelly leaves and then with her parents. Her parents. Pick her up, right. right. Her yeah. Parents come and pick her up. Yes, that's what I'm sorry. And then the third one is the mortician discovers Billy's body is missing. While a shot inside a smoke detector on the wall reveals Billy's eye. That's all it said for the third version. So right. his body's gone, so he's not dead, but doesn't mention Agnes at all. Right? Mm-hmm. None of those no. none of those are what we got. We got the jumbled mess of what the heck we had there. Yeah. With I mean, it's just just a disaster. But I'm saying at least the UK version, well, not perfect, that makes yeah. more sense. You know? I mean at least you've killed both killers. And it makes more sense in that you're killing her. That Billy's already dead, but Agnes somehow, like they replaced Agnes uses Claire's body in her place, and then right. gets killed. Yeah, no one's getting thrown to a fucking Christmas tree. But so, but but the sad well, thing is, of all of those, you know, the 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 ending of Black Christmas has the original Black Christmas is full of uncertainty because sure. we don't. There is no resolution. Right. The the first ending you read where they where. Uh, Kelly and um, and Lee. Uh, Lee get the phone call from yep. Kyle's cell phone. That has an aspect of that uncertainty. Sure. And, and I and I have a note here. Cell phone changes the dynamic of this film. Yeah, it's a right. popular meme to say, "Oh, well, horror movies can't exist with cell phones." First off, that's bullshit because lots mm-hmm. of horror movies can exist with cell phones if you have someone writing the movie who knows what they're doing. Secondly, if you're going to use cell phones in a movie that is based around someone calling a house over and over, mm-hmm. use the cell phone. 
And they do that to a degree. That's what I'm saying. There are the bare bones of a good story here. There's, a, there's an idea there where they're like, oh, you get calls from the people that they've just killed. Right. You know? yeah. So and, it's, and they're, that's and they're a the good idea. Yeah, the same people that they're looking for. So that or that first ending, let me tell you something. As, as bad as this movie was, if that was the ending we got, I would have okay. a better taste in my mouth about the movie. Right, because exactly. I would say, you know what? It at least had a clever idea at the end. Right. Instead, we get something that would have been rejected from, uh, you know, uh, I, I would have been rejected from a full moon movie, frankly, <laughs> you know, and, and, and Lord knows I love, uh, you know, uh, uh, Charles Band and full moon, mm-hmm. but you know, that, that see, band would look at this and said, well, we could do this way cheaper than that, whatever this nonsense is. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It, 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 it just, it's just frustrating to watch. It's like, <laughs> I could shoot this movie. For one million dollars in an Indiegogo campaign, and I guarantee you. And meanwhile, then Richard Robert Corman pops up and goes, "I can do it for fifty cents." <laughs> <laughs> like Richard, go back to your house, <laughs> Mister Corman, please. <laughs> so, so you know how when you talk about a lot of movies, books, or any kind of story, and you talk about okay, it sets up the the rules of its universe. Yeah. After a, 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 a bunch of notes that almost were the same notes, and uh, I just, I just, the only rules that I can decipher of this universe that sort of seem like, okay, these are the pertinent rules of, of this universe is, of this reality, right. is everything is kind of. Um, well, no, everything is kind of physically, um, made of the, of the same sort of thickness and toughness of paper mache and eggshells. Because you can't thrust an intact eye through the back of a skull through a pointy, on a pointy object. And, and you you can't push a thumbtack out of the wall and then look through the hole that's left. Behind of it, literally not. The no. very you big thumbtack. <laughs> you can't just walk under a tile floor and poke your finger up through the floor in the tile, <laughs> and you know you could possibly, possibly, possibly maybe you know get impaled by a Christmas tree. Maybe I'll buy that one, but it's just like yeah, every 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 heads seem more crushable than they should be, <laughs> and know? yet that head of Eve is just the perfect. Ha- you know, Christmas tree topper. Perfect. Because we keep seeing it like we see, they keep cutting back to it during that sequence. It's like, yeah, we get it. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> there is there is one other there is one other rule that I will say is 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 was established in the first film that is established in this film as well. Carolers are a menace. Yes. Yeah. They'll distract Every you. Don't pay attention time. to them. They, they provide cover and smoke screen for killers. But, but yeah. this gives me this is one of my my minor problems with the film. I know you said minor, minor prob- problems. <laughs> there are minor like, problems with this film. Kind of problem or like is that you know that the caroler scene was there just because it was in the original. Yes. That whole yeah, thing where yeah, he comes yeah. down. Eve, by the way, is the most useless character in this film. I think her own reason there was the rest of like, hmm, is she really Agnes? Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, she comes down and she gives uh, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, I think it is, right? Yeah. 
Yep. The glass unicorn, it's like, see? You remember that from the movie, right? It's like, hey, Tennessee Williams, huh? Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and of course, the fact that that that, the, that they 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 establish why Billy is so attracted to plastic bags. <laughs> because we all needed to know that. Yeah, because you know what? That was my big question coming out of the original. Yeah. You know what? I've been waiting for forty years to find out why he is so goddamn hung up on plastic bags. I, you know, I will say this: why that dry cleaning bag? It's, that's why it says it's not a toy. It says it right yeah. on the bag. Not this toy. is not a toy. Um, you know, all in all seriousness, though, there is one aspect of the flashback that I actually did really like. I did really like the whole bit with the cookie cutters. That legitimately cracked me up. It I was, have to I, yeah, see, I was laughing. I shouldn't have been no, laughing. No, that's what I mean. It, it's, it, at least, it at least was amusing. In a movie this bad, at least that was a, a little glimmer that I can take away. It's like, okay, I've never seen that before. I want that and, oven. And, the yeah. oven, yes. I love that through. oven. That's a beautiful mid-century oven. Well, what and, I'm and saying is... And I, and I almost if they... wondered if that was... And this is probably just, again, me playing connective tissue. But I took that like almost a sort of dig at Saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. Jigsaw cuts the Jigsaw piece yeah. out of the victim. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. okay. It's, it's, you want, it's like, you want to do body horror? We can do body horror, you know? Mm-hmm. But that at least cracked me up. And what's funny is they shot that. It was bacon that they cut into pieces. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. And it was yes. thick cut bacon. So it's like, you know that... He that that dude playing Billy was probably like, yeah, I'm looking forward to this day. Yeah. Robert Mann was like, fuck yeah, I get to go to work and eat bacon, and they pay me for it. But the I'm best, best American male job right there. Yeah. It would have been real funny if they come in and go, you smell bacon? Like you know, just like, kinda, like, like that is just a throwaway line. You smell bacon? You know, yeah. You'll say that. I don't care if you are packing a gun going into a, a, a charnel house of horrors on Christmas Eve. Yeah. It's like, oh, somebody's cooking bacon. All right. Well, you know, yeah. we, they would have said that if there were any cops in this universe. <laughs> well, that's said the cops show up right when he's eating his cookies. So that would have been. No, no, no. Perfect. But but in the film, I know they make this whole bullshit about all oh, that the lines are down or something. But this universe is entirely that house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she she called up and she's just like, somebody's been murdered. You know, somebody's just been beheaded here. We yeah. she she didn't even yeah. say that. She said we know it was a murder because it was a beheading in a car, mm-hmm. in a parked car. So, and and the and the dispatcher is just like, yeah. Yeah, we'll get right okay. off. <laughs> Two hours. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's kind of hard to get to you, hon. Yeah. Now, if someone was giving head in a car, they'd have been there yeah. much quicker. Yeah. So, but... I, I come from the North Country, and that winter is not a no-go travel. They, they were just like, you know, where are we going to go? It's like, get in a car and drive somewhere. And they're yeah. like, you can't drive in this weather. You, you can drive away from a murder scene in this weather. Sure. <laughs> drive away at 10 miles an hour. He can. He, that's about as fast as he can run behind you. Go 11 miles an hour. I'd also like yeah. to point out that if you hit someone at 10 miles an hour, you can still kill them. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah. A legitimate at least statistic, you can knock so. them over and run them over and keep yeah. going, you know. Yeah. What was that? Yeah. That movie, Nightwing. I know. I know what's going on. Running somebody over with a car. <laughs> <laughs> that's what do you call? That's a Jeepers Creepers, where she runs them over and back. Because what are you doing? There's he's never. They're never dead. Just run them over again. But not in this movie. No, no, no. We don't want to use the car as a weapon, right? You know. <laughs> or just you as... know what? You know what's their weapon? Music is their weapon. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> We'll bring in the calories. There, they let us sing the Christmas tunes, boys. Right. You know, fuckers. 
I have a minor. <laughs> I I have one minor quibble. Wait, the, like a king you have a minor stick. quibble? Yeah, this is my. This is one of. This is one of my minor complaints with it. Of uh, this, just a side note complaint is, Billy can't be scary because he looks too much to me like. Uh, he was he was a '90s singer guy. He's been he was in the Super Mario Brothers movie and probably a couple others. Uh, the singer Mojo Nixon. Okay. Oh God! He looks like Mojo <laughs> Nixon. A little bit. Yeah. I, I would pay. I would pay Mojo for a film where Mojo Nixon is a serial killer. Oh yeah. A, I mean, if, if, if your serial killer doesn't have Mojo Nixon, then your serial killer maybe needs some fixing. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, I just couldn't take him serious. He actually it was like sort of Mojo Nixon and maybe a little Joe Bob Briggs, but neither yeah. of them are serious characters, you know. And, and of course Agnes did, just didn't make because it was obviously a guy in a wig. Yeah. yeah. Well, but okay, that that's the thing with Agnes, with Agnes because like they Henrietta? they had Yeah, go go ahead, Jack. Did anyone else think Agnes kind of looked like Henrietta from a little, uh, uh, little bit little bit there because you know it's it's not uh what's it um Oh, isn't that um? It's one of the Raimi's. Ted Raimi. Yes, yeah, yeah. Henrietta, right? Uh, well, I think. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm guessing they wanted you to think that Agnes was really Billy. Well, they, they, I mean, that was, well the the idea was that it could have because Agnes is played by a man, but then she had like it, it was specifically supposed to be androgynous. So right. you weren't yeah, quite sure right. what the heck was going on with her. Right. And then, right. the, like right. you said, theoretically, it could be Billy with long hair because he's been living in the attic or something, mm. you know? Or it could so, be it wasn't even really the real Agnes. There's just some other one-eyed person that from the mental home that convinced mm-hmm. Billy that he was right. yeah. put on a wig. All, and all, like, these, I'm your all sister. these ideas that would have been better. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> could have been something. Yeah, at least something. <laughs> And, I mean, and this even sucked the the hook of the movie out. It's like there's no the calls coming from inside the house. Like that's like, mm-hmm. and there's like the what is that like one phone call in this, and it's not even really that obscene. It's just sort of weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, what I the, mean. It's like you know, I, I understand you walk a fine line. You want to do a remake, but you don't necessarily want to do a shot for shot remake or something yeah. like that. But you've got to get the tone of the movie though. Yeah. And and it's it, no we we say it a lot now. Read the room, man, you know, yeah. and it, that not not happening here. I mean, I can understand not wanting to go with as vulgar as the original one was cuz it mm-hmm. is, you know, you're not going to get away with saying I want to lick your piggy cunt nowadays without it, you know, causing a backlash, but you can still make it creepy. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. the thing is instead of making it creepy, they just relied on the creepiness of the old calls by using the same lines from the old mm-hmm. calls. But they're not creepy anymore because you know what they reference, and yeah. they're also not as—they're just not mixed as creepy, and they're not as layered yeah. and weird. They're just sort of, you know, a lot of. There's a lot of calls where it's just like, okay, it's the, you know, after a while, you should, they, it would have been a fun running gag if they're like, yeah, 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 where's Agnes? Yeah, 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 where's yeah. Agnes? I don't know where Agnes is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm your family now. That's good. You're not getting a present. Sorry. You know, something, you know, but, it, it, yeah. It, oh, what was the purpose of creating this whole myth of Billy about how we put a present under Billy under the tree for Billy? Yeah, that's, that's, well, a, that's a little bizarre, isn't it? Yeah, is that in the original? That no. seems like something. That seems like something more of a frat house would come yeah. up with the sorority house. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, it, the fact that it was his childhood home, okay, if you're going to try to explain, then I guess that makes sense. Yeah. You know, that's a decent idea. But again, it's still over-explaining. <laughs> like, who cares? doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. And, and would a sorority house actually use a serial killer? <laughs> you know, a, yeah, again, that, that sounds killer. more like something a fraternity house would do. Yeah. You know, <laughs> a sorority house. Sorority houses in horror movies, I find, are make a lot of bad decisions, you know, mm-hmm. just in general. It's Well, they're filled with 18 and 19-year-old girls. Uh, 18 and 19-year-old people make bad decisions. So that's, yeah, but I, that... I know that, but I'm saying, like, in real life, they don't make as many bad decisions as they do in the horror movies. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this one, this one, I mean, they should be, they should be dumb, but they should be happier. They can still be mean, but these ones had, like, you know, the cynicism of, like, a hard-living 30-year-old, you know, yeah. you know, not truly, like, Bukowski'd out, but, you know, 30 years old, they've had some bad shit happen to them, and they're smoking and drinking. The, the way they were drinking wine was less like sorority-age girls, which is like, we were drinking wine, yeah. you know, it, it was more there, there, was, like, there wasn't well, enough, there wasn't enough, uh, yeah, there wasn't enough Natty Light being drank in this yeah. house for it to really yeah. match up with Bob. Right, I exactly, saw you know, get, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at least the original one, like, some of the girls, like, they seemed pretty well-adjusted. Just normal mm-hmm. teenage girls. They are just going about their... You know, the, I mean, in the 70s, too, though, there was, like, the like the real... The layer of realism in a lot of movies was a lot more, you know, um, realistic. You know, there was mm-hmm. more... Do, there was a little more documentary edge to thing. It was more the style... In those days, so you would have a, you would have a couple girls that were just sort of like nondescript, you know, well-adjusted, mm-hmm. you know, in in the background, and you know, everybody wasn't a, a certain character type or or this. There, it was just sort of like if you swung the camera into a fairly normal, you know, they weren't a sorority that was out party that was like we party party. They probably had a depending on what kind of school that the studies were they might it seemed like it was a little more academic there you know but yeah well you get no you get no connection whatsoever to a university or a college no, at all no. as as thomas no. said this this house is the entire universe yeah whereas again even the few and scenes it's a universe in the original, that doesn't make sense even mm-hmm. right well same even but even in the but in the original cliche. but in the original we do get a little bit of connection so that it's enough that we buy, okay, this is a a sorority house attached to a university. They have a relationship with a fraternity house. It it approaches a facsimile of reality. Yeah. This, I mean, this doesn't even work as surrealism. This is just, well, the, I'm not the, sure what the, the surrealism is. in the original isn't until almost the, you know, there's there's moments of it, like with the calls and stuff, but it's a pretty straightforward somebody's killing somebody thing. And then at the very end, it gets, you know, it throws in that surrealism that automatically makes you think of the whole rest of the movie a little differently, too, and ends it on just a more bizarre note. This one is like taking that from the beginning and and doing that without establishing anything normal. I'd also like to say I had a hard time believing that you could suck a candy cane sharp enough to stab somebody with. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I have a real problem with that scene because you know well, what? I've... Clearly, you've never seen Santa Slay. So. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. 
You could suck a candy cane sharp enough to poke an eye out with mm. it, yeah. which would have made perfect sense in this movie. <laughs> but that's nope. not what they chose to do. And not what they chose to do. Can't that, for, the, for, for once, they decided not to take an eye. Well, I guess it was Billy and not Agnes. But either way, they were still both of them were still like pretty eye focused. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Lucio Fulci is like, guys, come on. Yeah. Even, even Lucio Fulci's like, it's a little overboard, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, guys, the guys, he was, he was still alive. It's a bit, so. too, a bit too much. And yeah. how much do we want to bet that Weinstein was on, was only on set for the showers when they filmed the showers? Oh my God! Was, I mean, now, it, I mean, in all seriousness, think I mean, about this actually, I'm joking, now. but I'm not joking. That probably yeah, I know. Yeah. Happened. Like that was all. I mean, you, he, he's way too interested in this movie that's got all these, you know, young actresses in it. It's like that's gross. I mean, that that it now. I mean, it it's in in the context that we are in now here in the fall of 2018. It's like, yeah, that's yeah. not right. Yeah, if if <laughs> if we wanted to dissect the movie on the like Harvey Weinstein making of angle, we could get more horror oh, out yeah. of it. Than, yeah, God, <laughs> than yeah, you can out I'm of the actual I'm movie. sure there's some stories that'll come out now. <laughs> I, I'm sure. Actually, I'll bet you if we dug around on the internet, they're they're probably. Uh... <laughs> Which is which, and that that right there is a more mm-hmm. is more stomach churning horror movie than any of the crap we had to watch with this movie, oh, yeah. right? I, I mean, that's the thing though is it's like it even even it could have been just a trashy fun, you know? It yeah. could have been trashy fun take on it, and even if it didn't get the get the tone of the first movie, it could have had a different tone and been like. Yeah. All right, and this is a fun take on it for people who really were fans of the original yeah. movie. I mean, this, yeah, this really could have been like the remake of My Bloody Valentine, mm-hmm. which is a lot different than My Bloody Valentine. But you know what? Mm-hmm. You watch it, and who's in that? Jansen Ackles yeah. is yeah. in that one, right? Yeah. So it's like it's you got it again. One, one of the guys from Supernatural, right? Supernatural, yeah. And also played, he was on Smallville before he was on Supernatural, yep. even. So, yep. but uh, it's all connected. It goes right to the top, guys. But, mm-hmm. you know, but you can watch the remake of My Bloody Valentine. You're like, all right, that doesn't hold a candle to the original, but that was fun. You right. know, I enjoyed myself watching it. And I could. Yeah, they also seen... didn't make the same movie, too. They made the, they made the movie that happens, like My Bloody Valentine would happen. And when you watch the remake of My Bloody Valentine, it's like that movie happens in the first ten minutes. Yeah. And then they make the next movie. Right. Like right. they basically made as if it was like the sequel, but yeah. it had nothing to do with the original. So right. yeah. But yeah. But, uh, but just just the just the you know taking but but I watch My Bloody Valentine, the remake, and I can see mm-hmm. okay I can see how this is a remake, a reboot, a follow yeah. up, whatever yeah, you want to yeah, call yeah. it, to My Bloody Valentine. This right. has. Just all the elements of this that are similar to night to the seventy four version are are all on the surface. There, yeah. There's nothing here in the tone. There's nothing here in the technical side of it. Not in the way it's shot. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they they try to do like oh looking through windows and then they quickly yeah. abandon that. I mean, there's plenty of looking at the girls through the windows with with the with the use of the non diegetic sound or excuse me the diegetic sound in the original all none of that's there they don't the sound design in this is not as good as the, as in the original and it's just like it's it, it just frustrates me because it's a wasted opportunity there there's like i said there's good ideas here but there's yeah. no execution and they got and, the surface elements yeah, and that's it's, it. all, it's all on the surface and, not, and nothing yeah. else. And, I mean, it's it's one thing if you were going to make a film that was a, a – you know, remake a film that was a superficial film. Right. And, again, 
I mean, if you were remaking is, Slaughter High, let's say. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could have you could make a goofy, stupid remake of Slaughter High because Slaughter High is goofy and stupid, you know. Right. But Black Christmas is again, whether you like Black Christmas, don't like Black Christmas, it's a fairly, it's a really subtle film for most of it. Yeah, and and you you just you know, it's just you know, flash it all on the screen here and and leave nothing, literally nothing, to the imagination. Yeah, like you say, we we learn Billy's origin literally from the day he's born. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just, just in case you wondered about anything, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Well, that's because they don't want you to infer anything. They don't want you to have any. They want you to, to just follow the narrative that they yeah. want. They want even everything though, you know, that they don't trust the audience enough to make connections. Right. Everything is spelled out in big bold letter, Comic Sans type. <laughs> yeah. It had to be Comic Sans, yes. I remember actually thinking at one point, like, oh, God, like, they they could have done the whole thing with Agnes being the spawn of the Billy and yeah. the Mother subtly and creepily and stuff. But the way they presented it, I was just like, oh, we're <laughs> going to have incest now. And do I hate I, – I hate that aspect of the film because yeah. I, it's one of my yes. – it's one of the things that really – gets me angry is when people use incest as kind of like shorthand for this person is unhinged. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing about using mental illness as somebody who who suffers from mental illness. It it drives me up the wall whenever somebody just... As if Billy's spending, you know, the 16 years up to that point locked in in the attic and the sidewalls of the house after witnessing the murder of his father, the only person who was nice to him, wouldn't be enough to explain why he'd be unhinged. Yeah. You right, have to right, add yeah. this that element on it. And, and it was kind of out of character that he would sit there and be like, okay, I'll have sex with my mother. It's like, no, no, he would probably strangle That would be his yeah. opportunity to strangle her at that point. It, it was just like, it was just gratuitous. And I'm a fan of gratuitous. <laughs> that's like your that's like your yeah. thing, man. You still have to uh, yeah, it the right I know, way. and it pisses me off when people give gratuitous a bad name. <laughs> that was the title of your second album, wasn't it? I give gratuitous a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> gratuitous is my middle name, Chris G. Honeywell. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, you know, we're I, 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 uh, yeah. And it's, Scott it's, Gardner's is hyperbole. Uh, <laughs> It, this is just it, it also commits another which is it's boring yes yeah you can be i've always said you could be a really good film you could be a really bad film what you can't be is a boring film i yeah. agree and I mean, this in film, the, i mean you know in the immortal words of eric bischoff they they can love you or they can hate you the last thing you want to be is in the middle yeah. right you know right. Yeah. well that's the <laughs> well, thing it like takes, the, it, ta- it has exciting elements well, and this, then this, it just does them over and over and over again. So well, there's the exciting same, color and lighting things that they do, but they just do it all through the whole movie. And there's yeah. well, the, the signature kill from the original is what three minutes into the movie? Yeah, <laughs> right. And it's like, ooh, it's the big shocker, and then it's like, yeah. This well, yeah. this one starts out with a kill at the beginning, and it's just kind of like lifelessly shot, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're supposed to. Uh, Come on, man! Start out with a you know a little bit of style. It was yeah. Well, you you come out of the gate with uh, something hot, 
to open the show to get mm. the audience interested. That's right. And when you don't get that really all that well, you know, it's like, oh no, wait a minute, we need to we need to cut more back to the girls talking. That is yeah. that's what's gonna hook them. Well, the girls like watching, you know, Buffy's right little sisters again, swearing and drinking. Well, the girls I've talking in the beginning trip. happens before there's the first kill, which gets you interested in yeah. these girls. In this one, it's just, all right, she's dead. <laughs> you know, I don't even know her yet, and she's dead. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. You know, that's uh, there. There's. No. I mean, what what else can you say? It's that this is this is however many minutes I won't get back. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, again. It's also like we were saying. It's it's such a product of its times, um, because we had the entire cycle of uh, where horror oh. movies went to. No, I'm just being honest. Think about yeah, it. Yeah, no, no. Horror I'm movies about... went to. Go ahead. Go ahead. Like, like the, the the idea of having all the pretty people, all the things like all those things that became the tropes of the of the the re like the, not the remakes, but like the that that saw not saw that scream kind of started. You know, with everybody like looking the, like they're from the WB, right. basically. Yeah, what everybody, I call, everybody's yeah. way too pretty. Everybody's way too whatever. And you know, and the problem is when everyone's too pretty, when everyone's too this, when everyone's too that, it just you were in the middle of that cycle. And instead of going somewhere different with that, they kind of said, okay, well, we'll get all these these girls, and they're interchangeable. I mean, they're they're. I mean, that Lacey Charvet is in there, and I know her only because she was on Party of Five. And mm-hmm. seriously, like I remember her better from not another team movie. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. uh, the other one, I'm looking at them going. They kind of look familiar. That that was Buffy's little sister. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't remember that. I had to look crap up. I don't even know. I mean, I don't watch Arrow. I don't. I, right. I don't know who either the women are. And I'm like, okay, they're just cookie cutter, pretty mm-hmm. faces. And, and the it, problem it also was, didn't help that they were almost all uniformly brunette. Yeah. Except yeah. for yeah. Katie Cassie, so she, you know she was the final girl because she's the only one that stands out. Right. Well, but the thing is, too, like giving them, I mean, they all have they all play the same character. They're Mm -hmm. they're, they're all look the same. But instead of maybe getting some different like, you know, just I mean, I'm not saying you had to have like, you know, the United Nations of of girls in this house, but get girls who look different. Like not every girl has to be, you know, perfect looking. And somebody like let's say if, if let's say somebody like Katie Featherstone, who is a beautiful girl, but is a full figured girl. Well, I was okay. going to say or they ha- didn't have they, they didn't have like, I guess Eve was the homely girl, but she, yeah. was, she was a pretty she actress glass. with glasses on and her hair tied back. Well, no, again, they didn't, have, they didn't have the heavy girl or something say, like that. No, but, but, but you know what, though? Having girls all look exactly the same is what most sororities drive for, especially mm-hmm. uh, a right. decade ago. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. It, they all dressed like Han Solo. It was the Ugg boots and the uh, black yes. jeans and, and the, and the, the North Face the jacket. On them. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They they they, the I, they just avoided all the stereotypes by having it just all be white Horrible girls. There's no sassy sassy black girl or mm-hmm. yeah. you know you know what though you you talk about her being a pretty girl uh, pretty actress with glasses on isn't that another not another teen movie yes, reference it is. it is yeah exactly no she wears do. glasses no there's not a, there's not a tough clothes. tomboy girl yeah they're <laughs> all not, just not the albino uh, what do you call it chick she everyone will love her what about the Siamese <laughs> twins that's just two chicks to love right there Ooh, man yeah. <laughs> Are they from Siam though? That's even better. Uh, if I was trying to I, I think that the, sorority, I would be the, going the, after the middle Eve. aughts was a terrible time for horror as a whole. 
Well, but that's yeah. but that's the I, thing, though. I mean, I'm, yeah. I've got it up here, and and uh, you know, I'm 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 paging through horror movies by year from the 2000s, and right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot of bad stuff, but there's some pretty good mm-hmm. stuff in here because I'm in. You know, let's let's jump back, shall we? Go in the wayback machine to the hallowed antiquity of 2000. You got you know Ginger Snaps, American mm-hmm. Psycho, Final Destination. Um, you know, Hollow Man, which was actually pretty good. The original Hollow Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hollow Man at least had that 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 uh, ahead of its time special effect of an invisible hand on a boob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> boob. Yes, yeah, was. and then and then let, let's go forward. Let's move forward in time to 2001. We're not talking about 2000 though. We're talking about the mid-aughts, which means okay. Well, I'll jump five, 2006. Hold on, I'll get up to 2005. Give me a second with my uh, my archaic ancient computer here. So 2004, <laughs> we got the original Saw, which I'm a huge fan of. We got I mean, they call Shaun of the film. Dead horror right. movie. That that's a bit generous. Shaun of the yeah. Dead is awesome. Yeah. Shaun of the Dead, Dead is also awesome. awesome. Yeah, but one of the best one of the best zombie movies ever. <laughs> okay, Exorcist Four. Now both versions of Exorcist both Four versions. different experiences. I mean, 2005 yeah. we've got. Balls. 2005. And we I got... love Paul Schrader and Exorcist. The, his Exorcist movies, Duck Balls. Well, let's go forward a year. In 2005, we got The Descent. We got Devil's yes. Rejects. We got Wolf Creek. Okay, we Which got Saw Two. Unifies all three of those films. They're good. They're well, not American. Besides the fact that they're good, I I, I don't. Yeah. I, I definitely will dispute that. Dispute with you. Anything after the first Saw film is good. Everything after the Saw first Saw film is. Is garbage. I disagree wholeheartedly. We will have to agree to disagree. We will have to agree to disagree. Okay, but what 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 was connective tissue there? The connective tissue is you've got uh, one film is from England and actually was made in I think a year earlier. One film was made in Australia and the other film was made independently on a low budget. We're talking about mainstream stuff here. Uh, Yeah. But that's the thing, though. But but horror has always thrived Mm -hmm. on independent and import. You know, even you know that that's even even the ones that eventually became big studio films. Most of them started out as as indie films. That that that's the problem with this film is that this film it wants to be it wants to be something that it's not. But it's 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 such a Hollywood movie. Everything about this screams Hollywood two thousand six, and none it works. That's the really frustrating part, because, you know, I mean, you can you can make a, a, a gruesome movie and you can make a, a holiday slasher at this time. But they're not it. There's there's very little TLC on screen that I see, you know, that 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 ultimately at either version of TLC, there's not a lot of tender, loving care. And there's certainly no tables, ladders and chairs right. in, in, in this <laughs> film, which would have saved it. You know, somebody like, I would have I would have paid to see Katie Cassidy and Bill and and the guy who played Billy in a TLC match. <laughs> she spears them off the ladder like Edge through the table. Like, yeah. yeah, I would the window, pay for that. Into the into the car, you know. <laughs> this stuff writes itself, guys. <laughs> and the sad thing is, is that this seems to have kind of Halloween tooed the property. Yeah, because the next re- the next official remake, not counting the triple X parody, <laughs> which is the black, black black Christmas. Yes, the big black Christmas. The black black Christmas <laughs> is subtitled "The Night Billy Came Home," which means it's taking its 
cues from this film and not from the original. Yeah. Okay, so wait a minute. So we're talking mid two thousands here. Yeah. Right. Yes. So let me. Hit, so you want you want major movies, right? Mm-hmm. Major movies that were good. So how about Thirty Days a Night? Oh, oh I the Dead remake. Well, dude, you're entitled to your opinion. Dead remake is good. I'll give you that. I, well, but, I, but again, um, but Thirty Days of Night again. Um, mainstream movie. Oh, I'm, a, I'm sorry. A, no, wait. I'm I'm thinking. I'm sorry. I, I was I was thinking 28 days later. I was 28 say, days yeah, later. That was a little earlier, right? That no, was no, like but 2003. I, well, I, was, or... I was gonna I was gonna say that that's a not that's an import, but no, I, right. I'm thinking of the wrong okay. movie. Absolutely. Land of the Dead was 05. Again, it was uh, that was that was uh, that was still count that kind of counts as an indie. Yeah. Land of Romero, the Dead, which was a major release that actually went to the theaters, though. It did. Yeah, it did but did Romero financed that himself, theater. though. Sure. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I mean that's 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 the thing. There, there, there's you know, I mean, because I, because I, I, I can see the point. I mean, I, I can look through this list and see the crap also, like Silent Hill and uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning, you know, and When a Stranger Calls. Oh, here's a good one from 2006, Fido. That was a, that was a fun one. Which I haven't <laughs> seen, so I can't. I can't. Fido's a good comedy. movie. Okay, The Mist is 2007. I like, love The Mist. I'm saying it's like. Quarantine. What year is that? That's 2000. Just remember who has the death ray. That's okay. Just saying. Okay, Virginia, get that. Get that. That laser satellite ready. Listen, I've I've been I've been I've been um I've been wondering because. Luke, you're the one who always says Republican, Republican president. Yeah. Horror this, this movie. Is... See, I think music, punk rock doesn't really isn't what the youth speak in now. So whatever. We're not going to get that Republican punk rock, whatever. But shouldn't we? I mean, you would we, think you would think that the back half of the two that that the from 2004 to 2008. Right. The second Bush two term. Would you'd think that have right. better horror would, movies? And maybe yeah. maybe I'm just seeing maybe it's just all the indies. I don't know. You know. No, we're getting better also, horror better, movies in the last it, couple of years. From yeah, the, although, this one, we're getting some. This this president, we're getting some good horror movies. Don't know if it's tied in. That the was same a way, hangover though. from the Obama era, though. What did, right. what well, but you generally, think? but like, but if, but I, again, this, this it, it, it's not a hard and fast rule. But generally right. speaking, if you look through from the '60s on, when we have a, we get better horror films when there's a Republican in office. I think because there's a greater um, uh, feeling of wanting to do something that's going to shock people from the filmmakers, which primarily fall to the other side of the spectrum, and they have that built-up kind of frustration and anger. Whereas when they've got their own guy in office, there's not that drive. That's always been right. my kind of theory with it. Um, and the only thing I could say is, hey, well, you know, may- maybe it was because they had the maybe because they had the majority at that point in the second mm-hmm. in the second Bush term. I don't know. I don't, don't want to get too far I, into politics before uh, somebody calls us out or something on the Twitter. It, it, right. Well, it might have just been this like confluence of like the Reagan era, because the Reagan era did have a lot of great horror movies mm-hmm. and it had a lot of great punk rock, too. Yeah. So maybe maybe people have been expecting that since, and the pattern is is not holding like it. it That's should. entirely possible. Well, I, mean, I don't the thing think now is that see... horror, horror has I... changed so much from just yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we, we we we've talked about this before. It's like every you you can tell what format is going to win 
or is going to survive based on where the horror goes and where the pornography goes. Mm, and and right. with the, the rise of streaming and VOD, okay, horror and uh, has, has embraced that to such an effect that the market is so different now, it's hard to make any well, like, general statements like, about that. Red, Redbox is the new grindhouse, basically. <laughs> oh, re- yeah, like that or Shudder or even onto yeah. like Netflix and stuff like that. For sure. you know, these streaming services, it's like I, I, there's a, several guys, filmmakers that I follow or, you know, on, on Twitter or whatnot. They're like, oh, our new movie is on Shudder, you know, premiering this month or whatever. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. No, that's also, what I'm saying. If you have the gumption to mm-hmm. get to get enough equipment to make a fairly decent enough shitty horror movie, you can find some streaming service or like Redbox or somebody who's going to put it out because they need content. And it's like, yeah. you all you have to do is make it. And just like in the old days, instead of making a nice big poster of it, you have to just make a nice little card that fits in the right. Redbox slot. Or, <laughs> or also, you know, a picture that goes in the... I don't think that horror screen. has the transgress... has the reputation... It's been elevated in the yeah. last 20 years. Right. So as such, uh, um, the its reputation has something transgressive and naughty. It's mm-hmm. not has... Uh, not as mainstream as it used to be during the during the Reagan era. Yeah, well, during... which, is, which is why you got the things that pushed the envelope in the early 2000s that the what the critics derisively called torture porn because they thought of it. They didn't like that concept, but that's what it was. It was embracing old exploitation, you know, going yes. all the way back to Blood Feast. They were just taking the idea of splatter from Blood Feast and updating it and putting it in a new context and making the audience uncomfortable all over again. And 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 that that was how they, they got back that controversial attitude, that transgressive, you know, out pushing the boundaries outside the norm type of thing. You know, we it's it's um we talked about this when we did New Nightmare. You know, Freddy Krueger gave people legit fucking nightmares in the eighties and then in the nineties Everybody's cheering. Everybody loves them. Yeah, yeah. You, know, it's, yeah. It, no, it, you I, always it, have to continually push that envelope. In the eighties, I literally had a nightmare with Freddy Krueger in it. <laughs> I did. Where, where I was having, I was in a in a dream, and and I saw Freddy Krueger there, and I go, "Oh my god, that's how like, it works." Freddy Krueger is in <laughs> is in Dreamland. You were like Bever- you're like Beverly Goldberg, basically. Yeah, like going through your sweaters with you. Oh my sweaters! What happened? <laughs> All my sweaters. <laughs> but it was quite intense in the dream. That was quite yeah. a revelation in the dream. It was just like, oh shit, this shit's real. <laughs> but you know, that's but that's the thing. What was not transgressive or pushing the envelope? The fucking remake of Black Christmas. Yes, right. Yes, that we can agree on, folks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But sometimes, isn't that the case? You have to have a bottom so you know what's at the top. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you had to have you had to have crap. You had to have the like the bad remakes and the the shitty movies and the the and I don't mean just yeah. like what do you call it? Like oh well, oh, well that crap that's on like Sci-Fi pain, Channel. You can't really appreciate pleasure. That's right. Yeah. Well, if martyrs have taught us nothing else, oh geez. that uh, you know the the only way to truly get true enlightenment is through absolute pain. So. Um, if you've never seen so what you're saying is if I if I watch this movie a few more times I will achieve nirvana. If you want to <laughs> well, see God, no, you need to get your right skin now. peeled if, off. If you watch Martyrs, you, no, it's, they don't cut her skin off. That's that's in it's in my skin. Um, the the uh, they beat the fuck out of her. 
Um, so anyway. I was going to say that that's kind of like the saying we have down here is if you want to talk to God, pray. If you want to meet him, text while driving. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just got to I just got to quote Spinal Tap. The, the, this movie is swimming in a sea of retarded mediocrity. <laughs> oh. I'll also quote just as God made me sick. Yeah. It angers me because we have evidence that Glenn Morgan and James Wong are capable of much better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This Take your word for it. You can, see, you can see there's people who know how to like do things movie like in, in, involved in this movie they just didn't do it yeah, yeah. you know yeah. The, the the camera work is there you know the people knew what they were doing but they just didn't do good stuff with it yeah. <laughs> but they executed yeah. the bad so, stuff I mean, that's, well. well that's that's what i mean that this was well you can put you can you can go play a piece of shit and still a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a Tommy boy, right? Yeah, Tommy boy. Like, I can take a, a box, but guaranteed, it's a guaranteed piece of shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> we are all over the map on this one. Yeah. All right. So, so. Yeah. It, it, isn't that always the case, though? Like, you get a movie that either it's 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 you know if it's not quite at that level, we're trying to like we're trying to explain away why they did what they did or we're trying to like make excuses for them or cover up or whatever the fuck, you know, kind of thing. We're trying to do that for that. And like, yeah, I mean, we all know that this is not a movie that you want to run out and go, go watch. Um, and again, maybe there's somebody, Hey, you know, we talk about this all the time. Maybe there's somebody out there in the listening audience, uh, who is like, you know, you guys are totally wrong. Oh, Black yeah. Xmas is the best motherfucking movie ever, motherfuckers. You know, kind of thing. And I would Why love is to Mr. That. Bill emailing us. Well, oh, no. that. Oh no! Oh, no. Oh, no. no. That's why I have us. a satellite up in space ready to obliterate anybody. This, <laughs> no. Good. Well, this, this movie definitely was yeah. made by Mr. Hands for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to email us and tell us. Maybe that we're wrong about Black Christmas, and you know, maybe you you have some insight. You could email us at freakvault at gmail dot com. That's freakvault, all one word, at and gmail dot com, and we will read your email. Oh, we would love show. to hear it. For, I'm still waiting for the uh, the vegan CrossFit spelunkers to write <laughs> it. Um, they want it. Yeah, again, what, if, if a vegan, if a cross, if a vegan who does CrossFit and spelunking comes up to you, what do they talk about first? Well, yeah, I propose next Christmas, if if we're if we're here next Christmas, mm-hmm. we make it Thank to ne- if if we make you know another couple yeah. movies like this, we might not make it, but if, if we make it to next Christmas, I say we do a podcast three way with the Honeywell Experiment, the Vault, and Eat It and Beat It, and oh, we boy. do <laughs> the horror the the porn parody. Porn parody. Well, oh god. Because it's got horror, it's got black exploitation, and it's got porn. It's got elements for all three shows. Three great tastes that do not go great together. (laughs) I was thinking next year, Silent Night, Bloody Night, which had a remake recently. Yeah, it's called Silent Night. And you can hear that if you listen on Christmas Day to Bots, Bugs, and Bays. Is that cover Silent Night from 2012? Okay. Oh. No problem. Well, which one is Silent Night, Bloody Night? I always Silent get Night all Planet. of these ones That's mixed exactly. up. I'm talking Silent about Night the Night is, one with is, the guy who I think is also named Billy. 
He is. It's Dean's who Billy. It's who is traumatized by Santa and becomes a killer. It's it's the one with the poster where the where the arm is is out the top of the that's chimney. That's Silent Night, yeah, Deadly Night. Deadly okay, night. Yeah, that's the one with Grandpa, night. right? It's, it's Death House. Christmas Eve is the scariest damn night of that's, the year. Yeah, Silent Night, Bloody Night is is different, and like, not to be confused Silent with Night, Bloody Night. Silent Night, Bloody Night is Death House. Okay, that, that's, that's the one I know that one. That's not what we're talking about. No, and then it's not to be confused with Christmas Evil, which has the greatest ending of all time. Which yes. is also known as You Better Watch Out. Yes. That's a good title. And yes. features the father of Fiona Apple. And You Better Watch Out was also the subtitle, I'm pretty sure, for Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. Mm-hmm. No, 3 was... Uh, yeah. 3 was... No, Ritual right. was the one with the witches run by Maud Adams. Silent Night, Deadly Night 3 is called You Better Watch Out. Deadly 3, You Better Watch Out. Okay, okay that's the brains one that, that's in the jar. The, that, that Monty Helmer of all people directed. Yes. Yeah. Four is four is the one with the with the feminist cult. That's initiation. That's and initiation. then five is the toy maker. Three toy has three has one of my what may be one of my favorite bits ever in any horror movie, and that's where the guy gets into the the, the killer escapes from the institute. He's in like a hospital gown. He's got a transparent dome on his head, mm-hmm. and he gets into a cab. And the cabbie goes, "Hey, buddy, you okay?" <laughs> yeah. well, what was the one with the Nazi Santa elves Kringlenacht oh that's right what the actual fuck is going on I, I'm lost <laughs> can we just rewatch Krampus that was really good can we yeah, just Krampus rewatch that good. I like Krampus <laughs> uh, yeah elves was 1989 that's that's not the one where, that's there was okay. Dan Haggerty yeah <laughs> Better than Dad Fogarty. Ooh. And that is, that is, Dad Fogarty is the... that she's the focus of an evil Nazi experiment involving selective breeding and summoning elves, summoned elves, an attempt to create a race of supermen. She and two of her friends are trapped in a department store with an elf, and only Dan Haggerty, as the renegade loose cannon Santa Claus, can save them. That old trope again. Damn it, Santa Claus! You're a loose cannon! <laughs> I watch your bed. I don't play by anybody's rules for Christmas. <laughs> Not even my own. Your badge on my desk right now. <laughs> God damn it! Turn in your naughty list. <laughs> no, it's 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 Charles. Some Bronson elves need Santa. to be dead. It's <laughs> Bronson playing Santa. Hey, yeah. I had You've to been kill him. again. He was nutty. Chicken <laughs> is good. Chicken is good. <laughs> Of course, then again, I, I've, I've just this year now own a movie where Bronson sodomizes a guy with a dildo, so nothing is beyond me at this point anymore. Oh. I'm yeah. looking for that, oddly enough, I'm looking for that particular film as for part of my Men of Movember Film Festival. Kin- yeah, well, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a double feature of Kinjate and uh, I think 10 to Midnight. Yep. Well, you know, I, we're doing this. I'm doing this online, so we're gonna be. I'm. I'm I've got the white buffalo. Right. <laughs> I have white buffalo here too. That's actually good. So, okay, so Silent Night, Bloody Night, 1972. Um, a man oh, that's inherits the a mansion. Okay. Right. Saying, but that's that's with Patrick O'Neill and Mia yeah, Mary, Mary yeah, Mary Warrenov's in that one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A man, uh, which is a, uh, which was a mental home, he visits the place and begins to investigate some crimes that happened in an old times, scaring the people living in the region. That's Silent Night, Bloody Night. I don't think I think do with Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, but Silent Night, Dead yeah, Night. Take, it's in, it's in, yeah, it takes place around Christmas Eve. That one's actually apparent. I'm reading it now. That's in the public domain. So 
Yeah, that, uh, that's the right price for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then Chris is evil as <laughs> the toy factory worker. Yeah. Yeah. Good movie. I've well, I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember all that because they all have the problem is and they also have don't open till Christmas. Oh, that's from the that's, pro- a- that's from the producers of Evil. I mean, of Evil, the producers of Pieces. That's right. 1984. <laughs> the producers that's of Evil. <laughs> Uh, but we're talking about shit that's like a year away. Let's yeah. worry about shit that's happening now. Black Christmas Fuck the remake. This movie. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't <laughs> even don't no don't rent Fuck this. Right don't don't even give out the Amazon link for this yeah. one. This, I'm not, this I'm is not shit. Fucking giving, I don't want anyone to watch it. It's a waste of fucking time. Oh my god. Go buy the original it, it, one. Yeah. I mean, there's no need to get awkwardly raped like we did. <laughs> you know, you just kind of deal with. That's twice I've gone in there. It's like I it's I I this was the second time I watched this film. Why? Me too. <laughs> because the first time I'm like, well, Glenn Morgan and James Wong, I, I like them. <laughs> this but I've always enjoyed everything they have done. This must be a good movie. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, well. But like I said, it, it drove him away from, from directing, so. Yeah. Damn you, Harvey Weinstein, fucking more than just women. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, that that that's the true horror of all this crap. Oh my god. So, anyway, I guess you get to live another day. <laughs> Good. You might want to check the voltage on your uh, on your hologram projector, though, because I don't know what we're running, but it's some kind of like weird European plug we got to use to plug this stuff <laughs> in. So, do I'm you not sure need what. Yeah, I mean, we do. We have like three adapters, like like chained together. I'm not. I'm sure it's not code. I mean, if if, yeah. if you, you, the inspector ever came, we'd be screwed. Uh, oh, it's only a matter of time. If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, 2TrueFreaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the 2TrueFreaks at the same time. Visit our website at 2TrueFreaks.com. 2TrueFreaks is always spelled T-W-O. T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S You can email 2 True Freaks directly at 2TrueFreaks at gmail.com 2 True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of... Two True Freaks.
Guys? Hello? Is everybody, is everybody still there? And no. we're out. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> we were letting your maniacal laugh play. We, we know when to end the show.